face it, we all miss meeting in person. That ability to see, touch, and taste products, feeling the energy of people when you're sitting across the table from them face-to-face, or sharing a joke with them over cocktails during a networking function. However, being forced to adapt to a virtual world has made us embrace new technologies, and in doing so, we've learned the efficiencies that they can deliver. Brian Ferrier, merchandising manager for Giant Eagle, is a case in point. While he loves meeting with vendors in person, he admits that virtual tools have driven efficiencies into his day-to-day activities, particularly his recent participation in ECRM's candy planning Easter and Valentine's Day virtual session. In this episode, I speak with Brian about how he's adapted to this new virtual world, how it's helped give him some of his time back to focus on strategic initiatives, and where he sees virtual playing a role in the future. He also shares some tips for suppliers on what he likes to see in their virtual presentations. Enjoy. Welcome, everybody. Uh, Joe Tarnowski with ECRM here, and I have with me today Brian Ferrier from uh, Giant Eagle. He's the uh, merchandising manager for Candy, and he just participated in our Candy Easter and Valentine's Day planning virtual session. So, Brian, thank you so much for joining us. No, thank you for having me, Joe. It, uh, it's been a pleasure to participate and, uh, you know, obviously humbled to be here. So thank you. Before we get into uh, the talk about the virtual session experience itself, for those five people who don't know <laughs> who, what Giant Eagle is, can you give a brief overview? Giant Eagle is a grocery store chain based out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and we operate supermarket and convenience locations in Ohio, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, Maryland, and Indiana. So with this whole pandemic, uh, you know, we've all had to change the way we do things. How has your role, you know, as a buyer uh, been impacted by the pandemic and and the lockdown and all that? Yeah, I think, um, you know, the, the CPG community and, you know, obviously CRM and, and your folks included, you know, obviously a very close niche community. And I think we tend to enjoy, uh, you know, heading out to food shows and we tend to enjoy meeting with um, our vendor partners. And there's something about just being in a room with someone or, or being, you know, in a facility where, you know, that people interaction uh, certainly you know, I, I think that's how, you know, I grew up and, and what I, you know, know. And I think it's kind of forced us to take a step back and think about, um, you know, what is this going to look like over the course of, you know, the next number of weeks and even months. And I think it's really forced us to, to change and adapt in the way where I find ourselves honestly being more effective. Um, I, I think the team collectively has, you know, honestly become more effective in a lot of cases uh, specifically, if you want to talk about seasonal planning uh, and what the ECRM team has been able to uh, do for my seasonal planning process, but ultimately the the efficiency of being able to take what normally takes what I'll call five to seven business days um, down to nine hours um, and have those be- meetings be extremely productive uh, and, and get the right follow-ups and start having the right conversations, uh, that's going to make for planning these seasons uh, certainly more efficient. As much as I would love to, you know, get together with everyone and, 
and touch and feel. Again, there's something about being present and touching and feeling things. But, uh, you know, if we can't be there, I'm confident that, uh, you know, between teleworking and, and platforms like this, that, you know, we're in good hands. You know, it's interesting that you mentioned that because, you know, I've been speaking to a lot of uh, uh, retailers and suppliers who have, you know, made this pivot. And that's the one thing I keep hearing. Obviously, yes, you know, in uh, um, relation to our virtual sessions, but also just in other ways, too, that switching to virtual has just boosted efficiencies and, um, you know, and effectiveness in their day to day once they've all adapted and gotten used to using the, the technology. And it seems you're pretty well adapted to it. You've got the headset going. You've got very strong Wi-Fi. So uh, you're <laughs> ahead of the that. game there. So, um, so, you know, what led you to your decision? You know, when you found out about our, our virtual session, what led you to, you know, deciding to jump in? I mean, I I would be remorsed if I said that things, you know, were the same that they were, you know, the last time we planned a season. And I think that's where um, forcing ourselves to take a step back and think about how we're going to do this and how we're going to be more efficient. Um, you know, I, I, I couldn't see a better way to ultimately have everything come together in a more productive way. And I think that's where leveraging the services, the, the team that you guys have to ultimately kind of help be that conduit between a successful season uh, certainly is a, a huge advantage to me. And I think, again, allows me to really reallocate my time in spending time on those things that are more strategy-based. Um, so how are we going to approach the season, pricing, promotions, allocations, um, really being strategic around from getting it to point A to point B, those where, you know, that's where I think our time is better well spent um, and, and being able to leverage, you know, the platform to, to do those things certainly has been uh, an advantage, I think, so far for Easter and Valentine's Day. So thank you. Excellent. Uh, well, glad to hear it. And uh, can you tell us, you know, um, the actual prep work, right? Because, you know, we went into this knowing that we're going to have a variety of, of skill levels as far as technical savvy you know, from the advanced to the, you know, novice, people who are not familiar with the technology, all different types of systems and Wi-Fi, and it's going to be a mix. How did our, our team work with you before this, the virtual session to make sure that you were ready to go? Yeah, and, and I think, Joe, that's a great question. And we have, you know, what we refer to as going the extra mile at Giant Angle, and I think, um, vast comparison, obviously, to the folks at ECRM when putting together this, you know, virtual presentations and, and aligning the, all of the vendors and getting everything prepared exact, almost exactly to our liking. And when I say almost, um, you know, that's just because I think as we all continue to go and learn through this, there's things that I even realized that, you know, the team probably could have done that I didn't ask them to do. And I think that's where, as we continue to go through more and more of these, we're going to find ourselves becoming more efficient every time. And I think in hindsight, being more productive, building better strategic plans, and ultimately still having some fun. Um, so that's where, you know, you, I think you're, you're probably going to ask me, um, you know, how do you see these progress over time? And I think that's where um, we still got to have fun. Um, so I, I, I think the really unique part about this as well is it, it kind of puts everyone at parity. Um, so now, you know, a brand 
a smaller brand versus a, a larger brand. It, it puts everyone at parity and puts everyone, I think, in a position where you have your 10 minutes, your 20 minutes, your 30 minutes. And, and I want to encourage, you know, especially the supplier community, you know, this is your time to, mm-hmm. to kind of give it your all um, and let me walk away from this, you know, accomplishing exactly what you want me to know. Um, so I, I certainly, you know, encourage folks to, to have fun with this too. And, and again, just because, you know, we're, we're not standing next to each other doesn't mean that, you know, by any means that we're not still bonded together and we don't have the same goals and mission to, you know, ultimately put ourselves in the best position. Yep. I agree. Uh, and about the fun part, I'm going to get into that in a little bit, but we do have things coming up in, uh, starting in mid July that we are in development right now towards that end to add a little of the fun that we usually have in person yeah. to these things. Uh, and, and, you know, we also, um, I think that people are starting to realize that you can get a lot of the elements of the in-person conversation and feel through virtual. Uh, obviously, there's nothing like being right across the table physically from somebody and having a conversation. But, you know, we want to make it as close as possible to that virtually as close as you could get in this situation you know but you guys have done just that you knocked it out of the park and i think that's where um you talk about ease and i i could tell you that almost anyone could could log on to this platform and and ultimately be able to use it so i i think from ease and function uh you guys absolutely accomplished that awesome well um speaking of that uh did you what was the prep work like that you did with our team as far as getting set up, uh, you know, beforehand? How did you work with our guys to uh, do that? Yeah, so I, I think one of the things that, and, and again, I this is actually um, what would be my first seasonal planning of, of Easter and Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. So I've planned other seasons before in a non-virtual way and to ha- now be planning seasons virtually. I, I've kind of seen both sides. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the thing with uh, the virtual side from the preparation perspective, uh, the team took care of everything. Um, very accommodating, absolutely went above and beyond to make sure that deadlines were met uh, and far exceeded. And ultimately, that information is going to empower us to, to be able to successfully execute a season. I could honestly say that I never realized how difficult, uh, in a lot of ways, it is to actually get a product to the shelf. You know, that, that case of, uh, you know, candy canes, just getting it there, there's a lot of legwork that goes in there. So the fact that, uh, you know, your folks have, are, are kind of there to pitch in and, and help us uh, with this is, is a huge help. Cool. And what about the technical side, you know, getting your, making sure that everything that you had technically worked, did you do a test run with uh, our team and all that? Yeah, they reached out prior to, we had a little test run and again, made sure that I was comfortable, uh, took the time to, to show me the portal uh, all the different offerings in regards to taking notes, selecting products. Um, and again, it, it's really forcing us to think about how we gather all this information and how we recap it at the end of the season. Um, and I'm excited again to, to continue to, to look at ways and different ways to kind of adapt to this new normal. Mm-hmm. Did you use all the tools that, that were there? You know, the notes, the ratings, the follow-ups? Uh- 
Yeah, so I experimented a little bit. And to be completely honest, I, I think, again, back to, you know, that's, a, you know, someone's 10 minutes or that's that, you know, someone's mm -hmm. 20 minutes, 30 minutes. I don't, I don't want to, you know, kind of prohibit anyone from, you know, just having my full attention. So mm -hmm. definitely uh, found myself typing some brief notes. But from a follow-up perspective, I think that's where um, putting the onus kind of on the supplier to really make sure the things that we discussed are, are kind of in a good spot and mm -hmm. could expect those follow-ups over the course of the next couple of weeks. And how many meetings did you have uh, during that time? You know what? I didn't count them. But if I had to guess, I would say about 20. Um, so it was about two days. Uh, okay. Well, it was two days. Uh, afternoon session. So mm -hmm. that was perfect, again, for my schedule. Just being able to you know, participate in the day-to-day -day activities uh, during the day uh, for non-seasonal planning and then uh, kind of pivoting. It was a nice afternoon and a, a great way to end the day. Well, one of the things we were realizing is uh, uh, we're finding that it's a lot easier for retailers to fit into their schedules because, you know, it's not like you're traveling to this, uh, you know, our in-person session, then you're there all day and then you have the evening activities. Then you got to travel back, dig out from all your emails and then start doing your follow-ups. You can literally just start getting on your follow-ups as soon as you shut down the window. <laughs> yeah, and you've alluded to it. it. There is a lot of work and a lot of follow-ups. And although, you know, shows are great and we love seeing everyone, uh, this is kind of, you know, having this hybrid option, I think will be very valuable to us moving forward. What's an ideal sub virtual supplier presentation for you? You know, uh, in terms of, their presentation style, you know, maybe their background slides, you know, what, what elements do you like seeing? Yeah. And, and I think everyone's different. So I, I don't want folks to take this as, uh, you know, kind of real black and white and cut mm -hmm. and dry, but I, my biggest challenge for folks is, is just be different, be unique. Um, and again, talking about putting everyone at parity, no matter if you're the smallest manufacturer or the largest, mm -hmm. um, if you just focus on that 20 minutes, 10 minutes, 30 minutes as I've never met this person before and I'm going to almost make, put something together that kind of tells the story and, and really puts together a wow factor. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what I'm looking for. Um, and, and I think just having good productive discussion around strategy uh, also is, is very advantageous. Uh, you know, you kind of brought up slides. Um, I, I think with slides, more and more are, are kind of going to become, you know, look at that one page, that two page, that three page. But if you only had three pages and you ran out of pages after that, what would you put on those? Um, and that's going to help manage the time, I think, a little bit better too. Um, because I think there's obviously plenty of time to follow up afterwards. Um, so really accomplishing in that time period is ultimately really for the supplier, the manufacturer to really sell themselves on here's what we're thinking for the season here's our strategy here's our approach and i, I want to walk away from those knowing that wow they they really want to work with giant eagle and they really want to partner and and ultimately i i take comfort in that knowing that that folks want to partner with us and it was actually very humbling uh, i had several um suppliers and manufacturers really kind of take a minute to say this is the meeting that I was looking forward to all day. And, and I immediately I, I it set me up to say, uh, I'm sure you told that to the last, uh, to the last <laughs> retailer that you talked to. Um, but no, the, the excitement from folks just to see, um, giant Eagle, uh, come up on as an opportunity to meet and have conversation. Uh, it, 
that was really reassuring. And I think, again, there's, there's a lot to come of just building these relationships and, and anything that a supplier could do to really make it feel different. Like we're not sitting in a conference room, like we're not reading off slides will, in my opinion, um, continue to get those opportunities and be more successful as we work through this. I, uh, I'm a big fan of like passion myself too. You know, it's like, like you said, you know, how are they going to, what are they going to do for you? And, and telling their story and really believing what they have and how they can make a difference for you. And, you know, sometimes you can't do that with a slide deck. I mean, sure, the numbers are important. Um, but, you know, some of the presentations that I've seen that were very memorable, you could just see and feel through the screen that this person, this is their life. This is, you know, and that they're going to do anything that they can to really make you a success. And, uh, and I think it comes through. I think people don't realize how much of that can come through on the screen, you know, if they do it. Yeah, and I think the, the only other thing I'll add is, is certainly, you know, as we continue to navigate through this, prioritizing opportunities, I think, are uh, a, a huge, huge, huge part of, you know, being effective. So mm -hmm. I, I know a lot of folks have, in, in a lot of cases, a breadth of assortment and um, from different sizes to different pack types. And, and although I think in a perfect world, we would have endless shelves and be able to offer a full assortment. Um, we have to really take a step back and say, you know, let's pick a couple opportunities that we not only feel really good about, um, but we know that we can execute and we know that we could build a good plan around. And let's focus on those. Um, that sort of tail end uh, will kind of work itself out, I think, if we prioritize these larger opportunities and just trying to build a bigger overall strategy. Uh, definitely. I mean, we're trying to encourage that. That's why we limit the number of products they can have to three that's on there because you could always go into their range we page and see their full breadth of offerings whenever you want. So, you know, it's, it's all about really making it what's relevant for that buyer across from them at that moment. Um, so moving forward, you know, where do you see virtuals role as we kind of get out of this pandemic thing and get, you know, ultimately back to normal life? Uh, where do you see virtual still playing a role? Joe's asking me to get out my crystal ball here. Yes, um, I am. <laughs> I think, look, I think the one thing that we all know are, are things are going to continue to, to be different to some extent, and that should not make us uncomfortable by any means. Um, you know, no matter who you are, where you come from, no one should be uncomfortable, you know, jumping on a virtual meeting. I think folks, um, you know, this is the new normal for now. And the more that we can adapt and I, I think just kind of encourage folks to, to really take the moment and the time to be more productive and more effective, that we're actually going to find some time to, to do things that that one thing on your list that you always, you know, keep moving down the list, down the list. Um, you're going to be able to do those things now. And, and ultimately um, there's, there's, there's just so much upside to, to being able to connect with someone in seconds rather than jumping on a flight or having folks, um, you know, walking through the office. So I, I think, again, all of our organizations, whether it be, you know, specifically at Giant Eagle or on the CPG side, you know, we just have to continue to, to care about, you know, our team members, all of us together and, and just put everyone in the best position to possible to stay safe. 
Um, and I think for now, uh, this, this is absolutely uh, the new normal and, and look forward to, to seeing everyone somewhere Sunday, someday, um, hoping it's sooner rather than later, but, but we'll get there. But until then, uh, we'll just uh, we'll all navigate through this together and band together like we, uh, like we have the last uh, several weeks. That's right. I mean, you guys are the front line. You guys are the new heroes. So, uh, you know, yeah, well, uh, speaking of, yeah. yeah, speaking of here, I mean, I'm, I am not the hero. So I just first and foremost want folks to, um, I, I'd be remorsed if I didn't take a moment to, to thank our friends, um, and family at retail. Um, those are the heroes and the folks that have been there for our neighborhoods, there for our communities, um, and still continue to be there. Um, and I think everyone, that has put themselves in a position to be there for the community um, definitely deserves to be recognized. And I think, again, I can't give my thanks and either whether as a customer or a proud team member um, for what they've been able to accomplish and, and how they've been able to help us get through this. Um, so it, it's really reassuring to know that Folks, folks are always going to need food, um, but it's really reassuring to know that we were able to be a, a very pivotal part of the communities we serve. Um, so very fortunate to be a part of that and super proud of the team for, for banding together. Well, we sure are all thankful for it and all the work that you and the Giant Eagle team put into that, uh, especially our guys in Solon uh, who are in <laughs> one of your markets. There you go. That's right. So, uh, and then, I, like I said uh, earlier before the call, I visit all the time when I'm there. So, uh, but yeah, thank you so much uh, for joining us. And uh, I look forward to eventually getting together with you in person. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And again, thanks for having me. I look forward to participating again uh, in the future. Uh, and again, until next time, right? All right. <laughs> thanks. Thanks.